to the Forever 31 Podcast. I am your host, Lady B. And on today, I'm just going to ask you one simple question. Who are you? Who are you? Today, we're going to talk about really honing in and defining who we are, doing self-assessment of, you know, what that looks like. And really, who are you when you look at yourself in the mirror? We're not talking features, physical features, or anything like that. We want to have a real intimate conversation about that. Perhaps have you walking away, looking at yourself in a different view, a different lens, and wanting to improve that if you're not doing so already. Ready to walk on this journey with me? If you're ready, let's do it. All right, so today's episode is called Who Are You? Who are you? Have you ever really just sat down and thought about who you are? Like seriously, like who you are, not just your name or, you know, your age, your skin tone, your height, your weight, those sorts of things. But but really, who are you? Right. Let's talk about it a bit. There are a lot of components that make up a person. Right. There's our chemical components. We know there's emotional, mental, physical features that all make up this whole version of you, right? But when you blend all of that together, like I said, you get who you are, right? It, 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 it encompasses you. But some of us are naturally, we put that together, some of us are naturally quirky. Some of us are, out, are outgoing. Um, some of us are funny. You know, all of those things are fine, but who have you developed into down through the years as you've picked up traits, as you've interacted with folks, as you've really gone through life experiences? Who have you become? Who have you developed into? What type of characteristics have you built up or what type of characteristics have you been have been embedded in you uh, through your journey that makes you who you are? Right. Let's think about it. Has past hurt or or trauma caused you to be mean? (laughs) Now, overall, your demeanor is mean. You have an RBF face. I'm not going to say what that is, but you have an RBF face all the time. People tell me that. But (laughs) but are you not? Are you mean all the time because you've been through some hurt? So through some or through some trauma, um, now you're distrustful. You don't trust people easily. Or uh, are you always seeing the negative in people before the positives? Sometimes you meet somebody and you're already set on, what's your end game? What are you looking to get out of me? You already already set. I just introduced myself and said, hello, my name is, right? Have you? Are you in that way? Do you automatically look at people in a negative light from the beginning? Or has the lack of love and emotional support caused you to wear your heart on your sleeve, right? Has does has that caused you to wear your heart on your sleeve? And in turn, that forces you to think and react emotionally versus using, you know, logical um, reasoning, right? So are you always reacting on the emotional side instead of thinking it through? What could this possibly mean? Or using wisdom or using reasoning, right? Because you've been hurt so much, because you've been abused, because you've been so emotionally taken advantage of, right? Who are you? 
Who are you? What do people see when they see you? And I mean, not just the physical, but overall, what do they see? What do they feel when you walk into a room? Does it turn cold when you come when you come in the room? Does it does it turn ice cold? Do you cause people to want to scatter like roaches because of your presence? Uh oh, what? Oh, there she go, girl. Come on, I don't feel like talking to her. Let's go over here. There he is, nah, bro. I ain't dealing with him today because he always being negative. Girl, I don't feel like dealing with her today because she always gossiping or she always talking about people or. You know, she always negative. There's something always wrong with her. And I'm in a good mood. I just don't feel like. Are people scattering when you walk in the room? Or do they smile when they see you? Is there a genuine smile with a warm affect that's being shown or displayed when you're in the presence? When you walk in, does it feel like a warm sunshine day, right? Nobody's saying it's got to be butterflies and rainbows. That's not what I'm saying at all. You know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of <laughs> it's kind of unrealistic anyway. But I'm just saying, like, are people genuinely happy to see you? Do they genuinely like to be in your company, right? It's not always everybody else. It's not. You can't just be like, girl, they're going to have to take me as I am because this is me and all of that sort of thing. It's not always everybody else. It could be you, sis. It could be you, bro. It could be. Let's do that assessment together. Who are you? How do you want to be perceived? How do you want to be perceived? If you aren't being taken seriously, right? If you want people to respect you, if you want people to take you seriously, consider how you're carrying yourself. Do you own the room when you enter the room? Right? Shameless plug for my last episode on the room. If you haven't already. No, that's not the last one. That's the time before that. Two episodes ago on the room. Go check it out if you haven't already. But do you own the room when you walk in or do you joke and jest with your team and then expect them to take orders from you and respect you? Do you, or if you're in a leadership role, is, is that what's happening? Like every time, and there's nothing wrong with sharing smiles and, you know what I'm saying? Having a few laughs and things like that, especially if that's who you are, if that's your personality, please carry on. What I'm saying is it can't be so personable, right? Well, and then when you need them to move forward and turn um, things into actions, right? And then they don't move or they don't have respect for you. You can't feel away because this is what you allowed them to do. Because now you've shown them as a leader, I'm on your level. We are on the same plane and we know that's not the case. As a leader, you have to think different, walk different, act different. So if that's the case, you can't be playing in the sandbox. You just can't. So if you're not being taken seriously, if you're not um, being respected, consider how you're carrying yourself. Uh, or, Or this may be the case. Are you always snarky, causing people to feel just diminished and depleted, deteriorated in your presence? Diminished, depleted, and deteriorated. What in the world? I would not want to be around you with those three Ds. 
Those are triple Ds I do not want to be around at all. Diminished, depleted, and deteriorated. No, thank you. Because no one, even if you're the smartest in the room, you don't have to make me feel slow because of it, right? You don't have to make me feel that way. So are you constantly being snarky? Is everything out of your mouth something that would essentially hurt me, right? Who are you? Who are you? Like I said before, if you want respect, carry yourself in a respectful way. You have to dress the part. You have to act the part. Carry yourself in a respectful way. So for instance, if you have a goal that you want to aspire to, um, let's say it's in corporate America, right? And you want to be in a leadership role. You can't curse everybody out in the office or get them peace of your mind and then expect to be promoted in the same, in the same job. Like, sis, that's not going to happen. Like, brother, it's not going to happen. What? What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> it's not going to happen. And I've never said this on the show, but I'm going to do it, especially if you're African-American. You cannot. You cannot do that in corporate America and curse everybody out, sit here and say whatever you want to say, and then turn around and think you're going to be promoted. First of all, it's unprofessional. That's it. Period. It's just unprofessional. Secondly, there's a way to be able to share what you're trying to get over without being rude. There's just a way to do it. And you have to find a better way to communicate. If your first reaction is curse you out, that shows me that you're not a good communicator. That shows me that that's the space that you still need to grow in. And if that's the case, that's okay. This isn't a come for you episode at all. I just want you to consider some of the things that I'm sharing as opportunities. Where That's all I'm about, right? This whole podcast, all about opportunities, all about ways to encourage you, to motivate you, and to inspire you, right? So this is an opportunity to do just that, to do just that. No, ma'am, no, sir. Can't do it that way. So tell me how to do it. Well, for instance, if there is a goal that you're aspiring to go to within corporate America or with any job, right, and you want to move up, Start acting like you're already in that role. What? I don't have a job yet. Yeah, I know. But you got to start carrying yourself as if you're in the role. So that means I, if I want to be in a leadership role and I know that most leaders within my organization wear business attire, so they always got on a suit and tie and all that type of stuff, then I'm going to start dressing like that. Even though I, as an associate, can come in in casual wear because I'm still within dress code. I'm showing you that I want that I have somewhere to be. I have a goal set. Not only that, but it forces you to take me seriously. It forces you to communicate with me in a different lens. Automatically, when someone's dressed up, you don't talk to them in the same way that you would with somebody with jeans and t-shirt on. It's just a fact. You just deal with them differently, especially in corporate America. So if you want that respect, if that's what you're looking for, if that's your end goal, then start doing it now. You don't have to wait until the title comes because you're showing the higher ups. You're showing the people around you. See me now because I won't be in this space right here too much longer. I got somewhere to go and this is where I, where I plan on going, right? Then let's, do you have any truth tellers in your circle? I talked about truth tellers a few episodes back. Thank you, Tracy. Who are your truth tellers? Who are your truth tellers? Your truth tellers are the ones that are like, y'all, no, nah, uh, B, you shouldn't have said it like that. Or, 
nah, lady B, you shouldn't have, um, you shouldn't have came at her like that. That was messed up or something to that effect, right? Who are your truth tellers? Again, it, not everybody is wrong. Sometimes it is you. Sometimes it is just you. And if you can't accept that type of feedback, then you'll never be able to grow. This mantra of only God can judge me. First of all, I've been trying to find, you know, y'all know I'm faith-based. So first of all, I've been trying to find that scripture. Can't find it. So (laughs) secondly, in my mind, I'm trying to see, yes, I agree that God is the ultimate judge. Please don't get it twisted and say that I'm saying something different. That is not what I'm saying. But what I will say is I need people to tell me when I'm off. I need people to tell me when I'm out of pocket. If I'm on this only God can judge me thing, that means I'm not that means I'm not um, accepting feedback from anyone. I'm closing you off. I'm not prone to accept anything that anyone has to say, positive or negative. I'm only going to do what I think is right and what I think. Um, makes sense because only God can judge me. I could be way to the left. I don't care. Don't tell me nothing. Only God can judge me. That just don't even make sense in my mind. So I need my truth tellers. I need people around me that can help me. Why? Because I want to be a better version of me. I just want to be a better person, right? That doesn't just happen. Like You don't just sit here and arrive and be like, boom, I made it. This is the best I'm going to be. Bruh, you only in your 30s. You only in your 40s. You got a whole nother half of life to live. Like, what do you mean? I'm done. I'm done growing. I've arrived. Like, no, we should be constantly looking for to be a better version of ourselves. Anyone who's looking to be a better version of themselves is constantly looking for feedback. Although it may sting, I'm not even going to front. You know, I know it hurts. It's helpful. Um, If you want to grow and be the best version of you, it's necessary. When I think about feedback and, and, you know, this just came to me. When I think about feedback and saying that I know it stings, but it's necessary, uh, consider getting a cut. Or even if you have children, consider them with a cut, right? If it's a nasty cut, what's the first thing you do? You clean it. You clean it. And then you want to clean it even further. You enhance the cleaning by doing what? Mm -hmm. You're right. Alcohol. Putting alcohol on it. First thing you're saying with that is, is it going to sting? Is it going to burn? That's the first thing that comes to mind with that alcohol. Because you're anticipating it's going to hurt. You already know it is. But guess what? It may sting, but it's necessary. Why is it necessary? Because you got to get all the bad stuff out, get all those germs, get all that bacteria, get all the gunk out that doesn't belong. It makes sting, but it's necessary. The feedback may sting, but it's necessary so that I can get out all that doesn't belong, all the things that I um, that would, would inhibit me from moving forward needs to get out. So I need this rubbing alcohol to get on further. Do y'all do y'all hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? It may sting, but it's necessary. Otherwise, the current version of you will choke the better version of you, and you'll never maximize your full potential. 
never. When I when I say that, I envision uh, a rose bush, and I envision new roses trying to come forth, but they can't because all of the thorns and the weeds and thistles and things like that is choking the life out of them. They can't get no further. So though there's new life and new buds, it's just it's still being surrounded by the old. It just needs to be cleaned out. Unless you do that cleaning, unless you do that internal cleansing, it won't allow for the better version of you to come forth. You'll never maximize your full potential. You'll never maximize on your full potential. And to do that, to never be able to maximize on your full potential is a tragedy and a waste of life. To live and not maximize our full potential is a waste of life. Why am I here if I'm not going to maximize my full potential and live the best life as the best version of me? It's a waste, right? Who are you? Who are you? My goal is to challenge you to really ponder on this episode and evaluate who you currently are against who you're aiming to be and to help you align accordingly. I hope that this episode inspires you. It's a bit different for some of the other ones that I've done this season, um, but it is something that I wanted to share with you as we move forward in this journey, right? Um, I wanted to be able to give you some tips and tricks and helpful hints to help you take a look at yourself. And you may be like, Lady B, I'm good. Like, I'm already on that journey. I'm already doing that. Then tuck this in your back pocket for when and if the moment comes that you might need to do another self-assessment or share it. Share it with a loved one. Share it with a friend um, to help inspire them and help and motivate them as they move forward. Share it with a younger person, right? Because with them, they're still finding themselves. So as they're finding themselves, they haven't experienced a whole lot of life, a whole lot of life yet on their journey. So if you get them while they're younger, it helps instill some of the good things into them. I thank you for every listener that is hearing my voice. I want you to feel me from the bottom of my heart. I am so grateful for you. We have met the milestone of over 500 downloads. And because of that, you all have taken out the time to download every episode. For those that are just streaming the episodes, I am thankful for you as well. Thank you to every listener for taking 15, 20, 30 minutes out of your day to hear my voice and go on this journey with me. You don't have to do it. And I am grateful for you. I hope that I continue to bring material that you find helpful and useful and something that you value and share with others. Listen, go check out my website. The new site is up. I shared that with you last episode. Go check it out. And also check out to see if you are interested in any of my services. I'm a life coach. I also do motivational speaking. And we can collab together as a podcast. So if you want more for that, stay tuned and hear out the outro for all of my social media links. Follow me on social media. And you can find me also on the site. Remember to live life with passion and compassion. 
You've been listening to the Forever 31 podcast with Lady B. Hit her up at Lady B at Forever 31.com. Find us on our website, TheBernadetteCosby.com. That's spelled T H E B E R N A D E T T E C O S B Y.com. Find us on Facebook. Also, follow us on Instagram at TheBernadetteCosby, all one word. Don't forget to rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, live life with passion and compassion.